The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shout out to all the AM radio affiliates. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, and everybody else in between breaking it down on the Thursday night uh, throwdown. Uh, we've got a full house here this evening. Teddy Covers will join us from Wager Talk, straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll run the gauntlet with Teddy. We'll talk uh, NFL uh, draft. Uh, we'll talk uh, Major League Baseball, NBA basketball uh, with uh, Teddy Sigmund Bloom's going to join us. We'll get into the National Football League draft and what he thinks is going to transpire from the football uh, guys. Julio. Uh, big card Julio, JN Report, steps up and then play-by-play voice of Chicago State College uh, Basketball and the Windy City Bulls of the uh, NBA G League. Uh, he joins us every uh, Thursday, and uh, we talk uh, Windy City sports, a lot of stuff to break down. We'll get into the Chicago Bears and what the Bears are going to do as far as the draft is concerned. And I know we do have a lot of listeners in Chicago, so sh- shout-out to the Windy City. Um, so... Um, you know, craziness, man. It's been, it's been a crazy start to the Major League Baseball uh, season. And that's the beautiful thing. And, you know, at the same point in time, the most frustrating thing as well. And I don't really know. I should know this. I've thought about this. And, I, you know, I've known this at one time or another, but many years ago. Um, what are the, like, how many possibilities can happen, like, on a, uh, on a baseball pitch? Like, how many possibilities are there? You know what I mean? Like the, it's endless. It's like a Rubik's cube baseball. And then like how many possibilities? It's like lottery numbers. Oh, what are the possibilities with a runner on first base and a runner on second? How many different like outcomes? How many different outcomes of the play can happen? It's a very good question that'll blow people's mind. Um, and we'll try to get the answer to this. Right? Obviously, once again, we're proving this was not planned. Uh, but that's the beautiful thing about baseball. You know what I mean? Like football, like they snap the ball. All right, how many things can happen? As Bo Schembechler stated, former uh, Michigan Wolverine uh, head coach, the team, the team, the team, may rest in peace. And, you know, a lot of the old guys used to say it, not just Bo, but they didn't like throwing the football because basically they said, listen, if you drop back to pass and throw the football, three things can happen. Two of them are bad. All right? It'll either be complete, incomplete, or intercepted. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let, let's just run the ball instead. Baseball, it's like a Rubik's Cube and endless possibilities. Bring it. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the bullpen, Derek. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down on Sirius XM Channel 204. Shout out to everybody uh, tuning in on our AM radio affiliates uh, as well or uh, on your phone, the app, digital, video platform, whatever. It's all good. Um, so we've got uh, we got a full house here tonight. Julio will join us from Chicago. JN reports our Windy City Sports Report, play-by-play voice, Chicago State, and the Windy City Bulls of the G League. Uh, we've got um, Sigmund Bloom stepping up and in from the football guys a little bit uh, later on. We'll talk NFL football and uh, get into the National Football League draft. Um, you know, I was just talking before we bring uh, Teddy in right now about the great thing, the crazy thing about baseball is the endless possibilities of every pitch of every play, right? Like football, as I stated, all right, they can fumble, they can intercept it, they can run for, you know, first down. There's a bunch of possibilities, but, you know, hockey, same thing. I don't know, puck goes in the net, it doesn't. It's at center ice, it's offside. There's only so many possibilities. Baseball, man, it really is. It's just like, and it's just fascinating to me. And we'll bring Teddy in right now, as Teddy is the the judge, jury, and executioner here on the late night anger management class. Why'd you bet that? Mr. Teddy Cover steps up and in. How you doing, Teddy? Oh, I'm in a mood tonight, Maranti. I'm ready to rage, dude. Oh, okay. Rage, All right. I better be careful then. Uh, I better be careful. Then. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let, let me let me let me throw this first at you because I brought you up. Um, is this a, is it a bad beat? I'm just fascinated, Teddy, by the fact that you've been playing baseball for 150 years, and it's never happened what happened today that a team had six or more home runs. Starting pitcher goes five innings, uh, gives up two or uh, runs or less and they lose the game is what happened to the Cincinnati Reds. So I asked, and I didn't have any action on the game, but I said, I thought to myself, damn, that's a bad beat. When you have six home runs in a game and your starting pitcher goes fine, gives up two runs, all right, maybe you can say it's not that bad of a beat and you lose. But then you put in perspective that it's never happened in Major League Baseball history before. If I bet it, I'd think, yeah, that's a pretty bad beat, Teddy. <laughs> What's, what, is that a bad beat or just a bad bet? So, it's a good question. And the answer is, 
if it's never happened in 150 years of MLB history, <laughs> you're damn right you call it a bad piece. Okay? You know? Uh, I remember I had one. That's what I was thinking. I had an over eight and a half. I had an over. That's because. Okay, so I had I had Milwaukee tonight, and I bet it at seven and a half. Okay? So that's the mood I'm in. Close six, six and a half. Everyone should have won that game. Doesn't matter which side you had, you're supposed to win that game. And me, the pro better, bet it too early and lost by a hook in insane fashion. So all I'm doing, and it dredged up the way that game ended, made me remember a bad beat. I had, I had to go back and look it up. It was 2002. I went back and found the play-by-play on it. But the, so the whole thing is this. These bad, like... I had a game where I had over eight and a half and they hit seven home runs and it stayed under. Okay. They were all solo shots. I think there was a two run homer and it was a seven to one final and it stayed under eight and a half. And I'm like, that's impossible. That can't happen. But it does. These things like they, (laughs) sometimes they happen. So again, (laughs) here's this one where the starting pitcher gives up two runs or less and they hit all these dingers and it doesn't cash. And you're like, Oh my God, it, it just, yeah, it's tough. It, it's but at the same time, was Cincy the right side? You know, I, I don't know that they were. No, that's it, Teddy. And I look at it in a sense of like, nah, whatever. Like if someone was crying about it, like, can you believe I lost? You know, they six home runs, two runs. I'd be like, whatever, dude. Your pitcher went five innings, and I'd say everybody hits six home runs nowadays. But. Like you said, and that's what I was thinking, Teddy. The fact that it's never happened somehow in over 218,000 Major League Baseball games before, then you've got to ask yourself, man, that's kind of bad luck right there. Like, that's not, that's not, you know, when when something, when, you, when you're betting on something, it's never happened before. So I don't want, maybe it'll make you feel better. Uh, so I don't want to, you know, if you don't want to relive it, but I got to be honest with you. And I'm not saying this, but it's true. I had the buck. I had the Sixers plus seven, Teddy. All right. Blown out, blow out all night. Gave up on the game. Sort of kept on peeking into it a little bit. Had a lot of action tonight. Baseball and was caught up in the Mariners and Red Sox. Whatever. You know how it is. You get caught up in certain games. I, so, word of no lie, Teddy. I see. I'm like, man, they're down by 10, 16 seconds left. And Giannis travels. I didn't know what happened after that. And I was like, oh, my God. But come on, man. Maybe they can hit a shot here and I'm going to cover. You know what it's like, Teddy, when like you can have like an action on a game and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? But you have other games and you totally forget like within a second. I'm like, oh, my God, this other game's an extra innings. And I'm like, <laughs> I totally forgot about the basketball game. So I didn't even see the damn end of the game, Teddy. I didn't even see how the hell Milwaukee didn't cover the number. Uh, so, oh, I can tell you how they didn't cover the number, how you got there. It was uh, not just the one turnover, there was also the second turnover. And it wasn't Giannis, it was Phanesis or Thanis or whatever. It was his brother that turned it over. Oh, was it? All uh, I saw was that at uh, Really? Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brutal. yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut it to six, in fact. It was back-to-back turnovers. And Budenholzer was disgusted. He uh, after they cut it to six with like six seconds left, he put the starters back in. Giannis got fouled and made one of two. 
that was one of the two points that Milwaukee scored in the last seven minutes of the game. See, it's different with Cincinnati because since he wasn't a right side, at no point do they have more than a one run lead. They trailed by margin and had to rally back late. You know, they weren't. It, it's a little. It's different because literally Milwaukee was covering that game from the the nine minute mark of the first quarter, the whole way through. They were up by double digits the entire way, and then all of a sudden. They're pressing, and you know what it's like in the NBA. You're down 10 with 16 seconds left. You dribble out. All right, happens every night in the NBA. But all of a sudden, they're pressing, and we're turning it over on back-to-back possessions, and that's weird. And that's why it reminded me of the Smush Parker game from 2002 that I had to go back and look up the play-by-play. Sometimes you got to do something to, to get it out of your system. You know, the bad beats, they happen. And most of the time, I just sweat off. Of, you know, it's one of those deals. But yeah, this yeah, one yeah, just yeah. punched me right in the gut, Marenzi. Yeah, and I'm, you know, it was a big bet for me, and I got the bad number on it, and, I, and I'm just frustrated with it. And then I, I'm looking up this game, and I, I'm, I'm like, did it happen the way I remember? And it did. On the play-by-play, <laughs> on the game from 2002, where the, the it was the Wizards laying seven and a half to the Cavs, and it was the exact same thing. Washington's up. They open the game 19-3 to run, and they're up by 15 with a minute left. And Smush Parker, steal, three, steal, three, steal, three. Foul now. Make one, miss one. They win by seven. It was the exact same scenario freaking 19 years ago. 19 years ago. Teddy Covers remembers it, and 19 years from now, he'll be remembering this night, throwing it down on the Thursday night throwdown. (laughs) (laughs) Sirius XM, the Channel 204. Uh, Are we having fun yet? The late night anger management class. Bring it. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's... The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Knowing how to play the game, and then there's knowing how the game is played. We are the second part. Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. Come and get it. Your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. He'll lose. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. 
the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. We're throwing it down with the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Teddy covers, kicking it with us straight from the strip in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. Teddy, uh, you want a crazy ass bet that I made uh, tonight? I took the Orlando Magic plus 38 and a half. <laughs> plus 38 and a half when they were down. F- <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I've ever done that. Uh, when they were down 40, right? They were down 40 41. It's like 106 to 64 or something like that. I'm like, man, they, they, they have to show something here. Like, they got to battle a little bit, like in, in the fourth. And the Pelicans will take the pedal off the metal. And uh, hey, we, they, they lose by 35. So uh, we'll take it. We had a nice night with the in game uh, wagering this evening, but uh, no sense uh, living in the past, uh, Teddy. Unless there's any, any other rage you want to vent right now? Anything else you want to get off your chest? So, uh, so this one. <laughs> Somehow or other, it got me into thinking because it was weird what happened at the end of the game. You know, instead of them dribbling out, it was press and turnover, press and turnover. So it's one of those like that kind of a be like, why didn't they dribble out like a normal game? And I was thinking back to other late game situations like that. And I remembered one where I sweated out this whole game, dude. Just it says a sweat. And I watched from the opening tip, and it, it was never easy. We cut it out, hit a couple of free throws to go up four with like .6 seconds left. And George Carl calls a timeout, even though whatever team he was coaching at the time didn't have a chance to win. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we were just we wanted to practice the late-game situation. And they called the timeout, advanced it, and somebody hit a shot at the buzzer, and then we lost by two. And I was laying two and a half. But I couldn't remember what year it was. It was really hard to look that one up. But, yeah, so I'm just having all these bad memories, dude, all, all these beats. And meanwhile, was it last night? You know, it was only last night that I had that Knicks, uh, Knicks Hornets under that cash. It was 66 to 60 at halftime. So I won the work in my favor. Like, yes, was that yesterday or the day before, whenever it was? And I've already forgotten about it, dude. It's, 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 exactly. It's gone. Now it's all about this this beat. It's, it's, so, yeah, I'm done raging. It's it's therapeutic to get it out. You know what I mean? I talk with you. It's very exactly. cathartic. I feel better. I was all raged. And now, uh, I mean, I could probably still rage if you want me to. Let me fired up about it's something. A good, I'm all in. Oh, we will. It's a good thing that uh, you don't bet on hockey very much because empty net goals are like, that's, that. you know, that's the... the, the, the <laughs> It's not like last night, Teddy, I had a total six and a half, all right? So the Montreal Canadiens, the Montreal Canadiens and the um, and the Edmonton Oilers had played each other six times this year. All six times it's gone under the number. All right? <laughs> they never went over six yeah, yeah. all year long in six matches. The Edmonton Oilers, nine straight games. Their, their last nine games to the under. All right? Uh, we've got under... Under six and a half, it's three-one with about seven minutes left. So they're at four. It's like, all right, there might be another goal. Get to five. Okay, there might be two, maybe two. Right, get to six. No, no, Teddy. They pulled the goalie with three minutes left, losing four-one, and actually scored twice to cut the lead to four-three. Which I swear to God, Teddy, happens like maybe one percent out of like two hundred hockey games. Never happens, bro. Like they never score sure. like that. 
Like, you know what I mean? It was just like we were live on the air last night as it happened. And, of course, I had the team as well that was coming back. So they screwed me on the total, and then they don't even come back and win anyways. I was like, well, you might as well win now if you come back. And they tell Pulling, well, hockey, hockey's a bitch. It's all a bitch. But it is funny, though, isn't it, Teddy, how gamblers were like coaches. Remember the losses way more than the wins, right? Bobby Knight, guys. Bobby Knight, when he broke the record at the time, you know, 800 and whatever wins. And um, they said, Coach, you know, do, do you remember the wins? And uh, he goes, I remember, like, you know, he goes, I remember the championships. I remember, um, you know, he goes, I remember, you know, some of the some some of the wins, the big ones. But Bobby Knight, Teddy, actually rattled it off in front of the media. Every one of his losses. Every single right, one of them. Sure. Bang. Like, they were like, it was scary. He goes, Army, 1971. We lost because of the referee. You know, he goes, uh, yeah, we lost another game that year because, oh, yeah. He goes, the kid on the other team hit a bunch of like, Not only did he know, he knew why they lost every game. You know, oh, yeah, referee, kid, my kids suck. Like, every game, like, there, and he didn't, like, he remembered a handful of wins only. He goes, I swear to God, I don't remember that game, like, winning and stuff, right? But gamblers, it's the same thing. We kind of remember the beats, but I swear to God, Teddy, I'll take it to my grave. I've had more bad beats than good beats. I know they say they even out, but I don't, not for me, they haven't. <laughs> Well, I mean, so in theory, if you're a good better and you have more right sides that end up becoming coin flips at the end, <laughs> you're supposed to suffer yeah. more bad beats. And the the weaker betters, in theory, are supposed to win uh, more that way. But at the same time, if you're a good better, you're supposed to recognize your little line value and win more games by half point than you lose. So uh, you can argue that either way. Um, I, I, I got a great line about empty net goals. You know, uh, that, that I heard once that you, you got to repeat. I don't even know who to attribute it to. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to take credit for it. Empty net goals are whether God loves you or not. You know, there's your line. <laughs> As a gambler, you know, it, 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 it either he does or he doesn't, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, But that's, you know, when you think about Lord Gambler and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's. Uh, I, I'm glad I probably don't, but but there is a difference, Marissa, because you're you're an action better. You're an action all night, every night. You know, I mean, on a, on a standard day, what are you making? You know, are you making ten bets more? Yeah, you know, yeah, um, you know, yeah, very yeah. much. Uh, I, I, and I may, you know, I, I I'm not nearly as much of an action player as you, which I, it's not a criticism at all, but it just means that each individual decision for me is a little bit bigger. Which means that the beats are just you know when you when you take a, a, a game that you thought you were going to want. I mean that's my night, you know, <laughs> yeah. that freaking game, you know. So uh, it, it is what it is. Um, and again, like I said, I won one that I didn't deserve the night before. So you, you can't you can't be too mad about it. But uh, hockey, hockey's a different animal with the empty net goals, man. It's 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 tough. It, it, it's hard to be on the right side of those and. Uh, and it's not hard to be on the wrong side of those. But it's not that hard to be on the right side of them either. You know how it is. I'm saying nonsense. Go back back to you, Gabe. Yeah, you know what? I'll we'll wrap it up, uh, Teddy, with as I get older, too, I don't think anything's really a bad beat. Like, I don't. I shake it off immediately. Like, I'm not saying I'll get mad sometimes, but 
Um, I don't think anyone's out. You know, a lot of people think, you know, somehow God's out to get them because they didn't win this or that, oh, they always lose and they don't have luck with that and all this other stuff. And always, you know, your bad karma, your crappy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your money has nothing to do on what's going to happen. And another thing is their games. And that's why I was saying I opened the show with Teddy. There's like when a baseball play, you know, pitcher throws the ball, guy hits it. There's a million possibilities that can happen on any play, right? You bet every night you're going to see it all, right? It's just one of those deals where I don't look at it like, because I heard like, you know, I heard someone on our network the other day uh, freaking out, and I'm not throwing them under the bus for it, but like, I can't believe this team blew a 21-point lead. They're professionals. And I'm like thinking, what do you mean? That team blew a lead, 21-point lead in a 72-game season late in the season when no one cares anymore? Like, you know what I mean? It's sports, Teddy, right? <laughs> Things happen, like, every damn night, right? You, you get just one, one side or the other, right? And everyone, oh, woe is me, and why this happened and that happened. It just is. <laughs> it's just, it just is. All right, Teddy covers. Kick it off. So, Teddy, yeah, go on. Well, I was just saying, like, psychologically, that's really important. That's something that, you know, again, the great Dave Malinsky talked about at the Stardust line back in the day. He's like, you know, he's like 90% of betters lose, and 70% of the betters that lose have to think that they should have won or they won't be back. <laughs> you know? So there's a, there's a psychological aspect to thinking that you had a right side, even if it was a coin flip or even you had a wrong side, uh, and thinking that somehow you got, you got job. Daddy, shout out to our boy Earl Skakel, who's just um, stepped up and into the chat. I swear to God, Earl, I was going to tweet you earlier today, but something came up. I was like mid. If you're around, Earl, let's get Earl on after. Um, only because uh, I don't understand how Earl's not on this uh, Monsters of Rock um, boat cruise even though a boat crew seems like a death trap. Uh, but it's like Cinderella and Alice Cooper and like kicks and not kiss, but kicks. And like uh, my boys, uh, killer dwarfs. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what we'll, we'll, we'll hit that after. So Teddy, I was interested in asking you because, you know, I, I see a lot of people. I saw a lot of websites. Uh, oh, NFL win totals are out. And, like, people are like, and I saw, you know, the top, I saw in one of the mainstream sites, top five NFL win totals coming up for the year. And I'm thinking, win totals, a little early for this, but to me, this is one thing about the draft, right, that I like, is that it's sort of the start of, like, all right, now you can sort of get a grasp of where the team's going, what they want to do, what the vision is through how they draft. And also kind of get a firmer grip on the roster. Yeah, there'll be cap casualties, you know, in training camp. But, you know, like to me, the NFL season sort of begins. The handicapping begins right after the draft, in my opinion. I want to get Teddy's take on this on the other side. Bring it. Four hours a day, seven days a week, with the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Betting Freddy, bring it. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzi. Throwing it down with the great Teddy Covers, who's venting his rage. That's what we're here for. Vent your rage um, on the Thursday night uh, throwdown. So um, I, I wanted to ask you, Teddy. So NFL football, the draft is a week away. Um, I am a draft nerd, and um, I do enjoy the breakdown and looking at the props. And, you know, only because I'm such a big college football fan as well. And I'm not going to lie and tell you I know the ins and outs of every player. Oh, yeah, this guy and that guy. Uh, but, you know, I know more than the average general, even hardcore would, you know, in, in a sense. But I actually enjoy it. But how much impact does a draft have, Teddy? Because, listen, I always say... And let me, you know, don't like in context, but I always say, you know, Super Bowls really aren't won in February. They're won, they're won in April at the draft. Although, you know, undrafted free agent, uh, undrafted players have a big impact too. But, you know, basically, you know, you draft well two, three years down the road. You know, you know, you're really, you put things together and you can have a Super Bowl contender if you do it right. Um, so, but how much does an impact does a draft have instantly? And we live in a more microwave society now, Teddy, where the players play more right away. They're expected to do well right away. And if they don't after a year, their career's over almost. Or, You know what I'm saying? So everything's a little bit more rushed now. But how much stock, I guess the best way of the question would be, how much stock do you put in the draft having an impact on like your handicap in the upcoming NFL season? Very little. And the only difference that a team is going to get in my power ratings based off of draft picks is if they draft a quarterback when you didn't think they were going to, and now it's clear they're playing for the future, and that quarterback's going to be, obviously a first-rounder is going to be in the mix uh, that you didn't think was going to happen. So it's only going to downgrade a team. I'm never going to upgrade a team. And you go back and look at draft grades, okay? The, the, of all the things that, the, if you want to see me rage, you know, the, the post-draft grades. Last year, all right, the, the, the top-rated draft, Dallas Cowboys. Across the board, everyone was saw the Cowboys, best draft ever, Cowboys, amazing, Cowboys, fly over the season window. Not so much, you know. 
Go back and look at the draft that the, the, the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes. They got yeah. C's. They got D's. <laughs> you know, so everybody's wrong about the draft, okay, all the time. The GMs are wrong about the, the pundits are wrong. So to expect the draft to have any kind of significant impact on power ratings or win totals, the fact that the win totals are out now tells you all you need to know. Now, I'm not betting the win totals until the schedule release. That's May 12th. Because the different, the nuance in who teams play, which team you the nuances in terms of schedules are extraordinary when it comes to uh, your uh, how a season might play out. You know, if you have a team that's on the fence and they have a really weak schedule early, guess what? You know, now they're six and three at the halfway point, and now they're contenders, and they're likely to go over, and you're not going to see the, uh, the 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 build it for the future. Same team. But tougher schedule in the first half. They have all their tough teams early, and they go in the break two and seven, and now it's garbage time the rest of the way. Uh, you know, so the nuances of the schedule matter to me a ton, and I won't make a single win total bet uh, until I see that schedule release on, on the 12th of May. Teddy covers uh, joining us on Sports Grid uh, Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204, Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. So, but let me ask you, Teddy, as well. Also, when playing a future, sort of like college football futures, right? When people, ooh, you know, they're released early in, you know, in June, whatever, people jump on them. Isn't it sort of the theory you can only almost play unders, right? Because only bad things can happen. Nothing better is going to happen along the way. Only something bad can happen. Kids can get arrested, hurt, kicked off the team, right? It's like just only bad things can happen. So, from a draft perspective, though, Teddy, wouldn't you agree that it does have an impact from a negative standpoint? From not from a positive standpoint, but like from from a negative standpoint. Because look, a good example, guys. Let me just throw it out here. Jefferson was a freaking stud out of LSU, right? Stud. He lived up to the hype. Great wide receiver. Great draft pick. Vikings sucked, right? So I had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so I mean, it's like yeah, the pick was good. Good pick. <laughs> Our team still sucks. Our secondary sucks. So the pick was good. Uh, doesn't do anything. But you know, I guess where I'm going with this one, Teddy, is that like. I'm looking at the New York Jets. I'm seeing the Jets win total here at six and a half right now. All right. New York Jets, six and a half. Jets are picking second in the draft. I don't know. People seem to be damn convinced they're taking Zach Wilson. It wouldn't shock me if they don't, and it's Justin Fields. But, you know, I'm getting, let's, let's, for a you know, hypothetical standpoint, it's Zach Wilson. They've got Mike White and James Morgan as their quarterbacks right now. They just got rid of Sam Darnold. Um, You've got the second overall pick in the draft. People are going to want this kid to play like week one. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does. They, unless they're going to sign a veteran quarterback like, or realize, oh, my God, this kid isn't ready. My point is, the Jets aren't winning seven games. And, you know, I guarantee you, Zach Wilson, if he starts, they ain't winning seven games. This kid's going to get murdered, Teddy. So let me, let me ask you that, not even from a betting standpoint, your own personal opinion. Zach Wilson starts this year in the NFL in that AFC East against the Bills, Dolphins, and Patriots defenses. How do you think this kid does on the Jets? How do you think the Jets do? While Sam Donald's leading uh, leading Carolina to a playoff spot? Uh, Oh, hot take. Yeah, yeah, hot take. Mark my words. That's a bet right there. Okay, that's not a – you have – Sam yeah, Donald, yeah. who the Jets just put the three, they just put the you know the the effort into. Okay, 
They got the bed, and they buttered him up for someone to that's uh, else where he's going to be. Sam Darnold's going to be a star in this league. You watch. Mark my words. You're bu- and now you have surrounded, surrounded with a lot of talent there. We'll see. He really is. You watch BYU play. Um, and I'm not asking you, like you said, I don't know. No one really knows. They don't know, right? If they did know, you know, Russell Wilson would have been the first overall pick, right? Tom Brady would have been. They don't know. So, but in my own personal opinion, maybe Zach Wilson could be good in the NFL in the right situation. But dropping him on the Jets, like, is he better than Sam Darnold? So what are they expecting? Like a different, like, I don't really know what they expect. No. Exactly. Exactly, Teddy. The kid lit up Texas State and Navy in crap this year, bro. I don't have to tell you about, like, their, their, their Texas State and North Texas and whatever else crap they played. You know, I don't want to pick on the kid, Teddy, but I think the Jets are insane. And, and me personally, Teddy, I, if I was the Jets, I, and I, I went on record saying it, I would have kept Darnold and traded the damn pick and gotten a bunch of picks and built around what I have, got more yeah. foundation for what I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's not close what the Jets are supposed to do there, okay? You have a, a, an asset that's valuable that teams will overpay for. You have needs literally at every position on the field. You don't put a rookie QB, and whether it's Wilson or Fields or whoever they take. You know, I mean, the Jets, you know, they, for all we know, they'll take Trey Lance. I mean, it's the Jets, you know. Um, but whoever they take. When you go back and look at the history of that, even not not long, you don't have to go back 20 years. Go back the last 10 years and look at all the quarterbacks taken in the first round, all the quarterbacks taken near the top, and it's bust after bust after bust after bust after bust. And, you know, you say the draft gets it. Well, let's put it this way. Tampa drafted Jameis number one, and when they make the Super Bowl, when they got Tom Brady as a free agent. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It is it is just bust after bust. And and I think part of this as well though, Teddy, is is what I stated that they're in such a rush now, right? You know, they throw these kids out of the bus pretty damn fast. Um, you know, but like look look at look at this. Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky was six and three as a starter for the Bears. He's getting two and a half million dollars to be the backup on the Bills, and they're giving Andy Dalton ten million to be the starter. Like, are you kidding me? And these guys are the guys that are, like, asking kids, like, questions, like whether they should, uh, you know, to find out their toughness. You see the Eagles coach? They played rock, paper, scissors. That's how he's figuring out kids' personality. I can learn a lot by playing rock, paper, scissors with them over Zoom. You can, huh, coach? Remember, Teddy, last week, um, we we were talking about great quotes, sports quotes, and I don't know if you know Amy Trask, but she's on she's on Twitter. She's a former, uh, you know, she's in the fantasy sure. football world, and uh, but now, but she should be she's Raiders executive, right? And she they, she had the gif of, and she was talking, you know, the story about the guy on the Eagles, and she said, when I was an executive with the Raiders, she said a scout came back from the Indy Combine and told us that, um, she they only said, what do you got? And the guy said, well. I asked him what kind of vegetable he would be if he was a vegetable. And she said, as he was answering, I was thinking, how much freaking money did it cost us to send this guy to Indianapolis to the combine? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the method to their madness is just, it's, it's, it's beyond stupid. You know, it, it just is. But I can, like I said, guys, 
I, I'm not into these win totals this far away and stuff like this, but how the hell are the Jets winning seven games with Zach Wilson, people? Or Justin Fields, for that matter. Or Trey Lance. Or Joe Namath. Or Joe Montana. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's not happening. I, I'll tell you one thing, though, Teddy. I am high on the other New York team. I think I'm by. I, I do like what the Giants are building with Joe Judge right now, and I am curious to see what they do in the draft because I'd love to see them get Micah Parsons out of Penn State and get a badass linebacker, the new LT, to cause havoc there. They're at six and a half, but they're shaded to the over, Teddy. As they should be. I, I, I don't think there's any comparison. The Giants have the foundation in place. The Jets have no foundation in place. You know, um, and from a divisional standpoint. The Jets is a much tougher division. You know, there's no good teams in the NFC East. You know, uh, Philly at their best is mediocre. Sorry. You know, they're breaking in a new QB. So who do you have to beat? You have Dallas. You know, the Washington football team, I'm not too, you know, again, you're not talking about elite teams, whereas Buffalo was elite. Miami has that potential. And, you know, we'll see if this is a Belichick bounce back year. I'm not looking to bet against New England <laughs> right now. From all indications, that's a hungry, hungry team this offseason, which leaves the Jets as the clear stinker of the bunch. Um, and by the way, I have a whole list of the first round QBs of the last 10 years. If you want me to run through them, it's insane. It'll be your yeah, draw right, right. drop. How many bad quarterbacks? Rattle off some of the, the names. Rattle off some of the names. All right. This just in the last ten years, first round quarterbacks include Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder. I've got uh, Brandon Whedon on this list. Gino, oh no, Gino Spence was the first pick of the second round, but EJ Manuel uh, was the stud there. We got Blake Bortles yep. and Johnny Football on the list. Uh, we have obviously Winston and Mariota going one and two. We have Paxton Lynch. Ooh, that was a hot seat. I can go you know, on. Teddy, you want the this, list is, the this list is so bad that Winston and Mariota are actually the best ones. Bring it. <laughs> some artists work in clay, some in oils. We work in actionable insights and expert perspectives. But we just call it the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We know things are nuts out there. You need something to depend on. That's where we come in. Coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. Depend on it. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, yeah. Level one. Three minute warning. Kicking it with the Teddy Covers. We're breaking it down. 
And uh, always great stuff. And don't forget to uh, check out uh, Teddy. You can follow him on uh, Twitter, uh, Teddy underscore uh, covers. Find him over at wagertalk.com, wagertalk TV, uh, their YouTube page, and more. So, Teddy, we got like uh, three minutes here before we get you out of here. And the Los Angeles Dodgers, the most talked about team in Major League Baseball, along with the New York Yankees, but the most profitable team in Major League Baseball, the Pacific Northwest, baby, the Seattle Mariners, victorious in Boston. We cashed the ticket uh, as uh, you know, we, we got plus uh, plus 150. Uh, they're up $885 now on the season, guys. By far the most profitable team. And we should note San Francisco's putting uh, money in people's pockets. And Teddy, I remember all I asked you when the season uh, started. Two weeks ago, throw down now, it's been three weeks. So, Teddy, who's a team that everybody thinks is going to suck, uh, that won't suck? And you said the San Francisco Giants. Let's not mush them, uh, but playing good baseball. And how about those Mariners, Teddy, as well, huh? Yeah, I mean, the Mariners, I'm shocked by. It's been, I mean, their, their bullpen and their lineup both, I think, are a little unsustainable. So, Seattle, I don't know they're going to be, you know, <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts, but there's money to be made with teams that are hot that you enjoy it while they last, you know? No, Seattle's not going to be there two months from now, you know, but April baseball, you know, uh, not a whole lot of teams that deserve to be $2, $2.50, $3 favorites in April is all, you know, in August is a different story, but this time of year, you know, live dogs will make you a whole lot of money. And then there's, there's, you know, you find them on a night in night out basis. Teddy, great stuff as always, uh, Teddy. So uh, next week we'll talk and uh, we'll do the uh, the grades, winners and losers of the draft. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but we'll talk next week. I look forward to it. Bring it. Sports gaming insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. Information you can take to the bank. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.